audit your life and say what part of my life needs to change. Welcome to the Men of Conviction podcast. Welcome to the Men of Conviction podcast. We are your hosts, Cordell and Alex. We have a great episode for you today and glad you tuned in. We are pumped to have you here. How are y'all doing today? Hope you're doing amazing. What an episode. This episode we have today, it's not about this guy. It's all about that guy. I am the star of the show. Easy. <laughs> this one. This this particular episode. <laughs> you guys vote. Go ahead and vote. <laughs> Cast your votes now. Cast your votes now. Your regular votes. No. I mean, you can. It won't hurt my feelings. It might, it, might, it might end up hurting your feelings. Uh, we'll talk about that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the point. So what are we talking about, Alex? Tell us. Been on a bit of a weight loss journey this year. Oh, down yeah? uh, 42 pounds as of this morning. Almost 43. I usually round down. on. It's, like, it's the one thing in life I round down on is how much weight I've lost. 42 pounds down from January 1 to today. Wow. That's impressive. So, yeah. so, what made you finally decide that you wanted to lose weight? So last year, last year I went to uh, held. Actually, it was really it was with COVID and all that. When uh, when I got COVID, I guess beginning of last year ish, and have the doctor read off all of like the, hey, you're at elevated risk because of your weight and your blood pressure and this and that, da, da, da. And they, all the comorbidities, all the comorbidities yeah, right? Yes, yeah. And all of a sudden hearing that in real life and being like, man, so, cause basically she told me like, gave me like three things to watch out for. If any of these things happen, immediately go to the hospital. Don't call like, just go to the hospital. I'm like, really? Like, it's like that. She's like, because of all these risk factors, it's a big risk for you. And so that once I got over COVID, I mean, that took a while too, because because of all those comorbidities, like it took me a while to like really get back to normal. I mean, it was like probably months before I could even like walk up and down the block without being winded. And so doing that, I was like, well, I got to make it, I got to make a change. And so last year, uh, I signed up for a sprint triathlon. We talked about it here on the podcast after I did that. So I ran a sprint triathlon. And of course, training for that, I lost some weight, but doing it, I was still big. I mean, I was still like that first one I ran, I was probably still like three. 330 probably 325 330 and so it was really hard i was really tired and i was like man like of course it's a it's a volunteer it's a optional thing right i signed up for i decided to go do this thing but to see like the toll this physical physical event took on me was a real eye-opener to be like man i'm just like i'm way out way out of line right because i mean in in normal life we don't really push ourselves that much Mm -hmm. there's not really a lot of things in a normal nine to five office job they require your physical ability to be tested that to that level. Yeah, you can get by under the radar, you know. Like, I mean, people see you, but <laughs> but yeah, but you you can get by under the radar with um, without actually being tested. No one no one's checking your heart rate after a, a climb up the stairs, right? They're just you're sitting at your desk all day. What's the big deal? And so to push through that and realize, like, man, I'm way out of line. I ran that sprint, ran another sprint triathlon. And then kind of the last two months of the year, I was like, man, I was just tired. I did all this stuff. And I, I put a couple of pounds back on. So getting into this year, you know, we talked about my my health scare here, about my heart, heart pain, chest pain, things like that. And so going through that, I was like, man, this is like we're we're dialing in. You know, like I lost some weight last year, but like this is gonna be the year. Like I'm this is this is changing. Like everything's gonna change this year. And so that was, you know, talking about like a year and a half or so now, like that was a big wake up call with like, man, I like 
my risk of death is really that much higher because of the choices I've made this far. So do you feel like it's more of a fear motivation uh, for you or is it more of a, a motivation of optimism towards the future? I think the fear motivation was the initial start. I think that's what that was what was hard to maintain. I think last year I was running in fear. I was running away from the fear of the weight and the health and all. I was running away from the fear of those things. And that's why when it got when it just got to be overwhelming and tiring and burdensome, it just became like oh, just just too many things, right? Like I mean, how scared can you be? Like because when you're running from that fear and it never materializes, at a certain point you stop being scared of it in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I think a big mental shift I made this year was chasing after what I want. So it's no longer about me being scared of dying or being in the hospital or being too sick or not. It's, I'm not scared of those things. If they happen, they happen. Like we're all going to die at some point, right? But it's chasing the, I want a life of playing with my kids. I want a life of running these triathlons. I want a life of being able to, you know, put on my shoes and just go for a run because I want to. And so uh, that's what, that has been a big mental shift is like, no, I'm chasing this. I'm chasing this life that I want to build. And I have to build it. That's a big key there. I, I can I can remember um, when the COVID stuff was kind of rampant, and and you know you're like I was like, man, I'm not that worried about you. Like I am. And I was like, oh, why? You know, and you know, and I guess we always look through things through our own lens. And I think that you you kind of mentioned that point, like you know, I've, I've got these other conditions that kind of make me more scared of it. And and a lot of times the the problem is is that the motivation stops at the fear, right? Like you just mentioned. And so that goes for anything in life, guys. That's an important thing is that if you keep getting scared of things or you're scared all the time of doing anything or scared, 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 fear, motivation is really surface level, first fight or flight instinct type stuff that you're dealing with there. It's not something that's going to propel you to the life that you really want. And so you get into the life that you really want, uh, you know, you look at what you want to do. Um, what, what was, what's been tough? about your journey to 42 pounds down? What's been really hard? What's been some of the hard things? The really hard part of the beginning was was probably just the the drastic change in lifestyle, right? Like cutting out the soda, cutting out the alcohol, you know, cutting out the fast food, cut, like just so such a drastic shift, you know? So when it got to be lunchtime or dinner time, and I was like, I don't have any food ready, like, when it's so you're so conditioned to just roll through the McDonald's drive-through, the Popeyes drive-through, it was like I'm gonna drive to the grocery store and grab a rotisserie chicken and go home and eat that. Like it felt weird. It wasn't it wasn't habitual, and so that w- that was the hardest part at the beginning was just changing so many of these conditioned like default actions, so many of the things that you don't even think about. It's like oh, I'm hungry. Here's a drive-through, and so. I mean, even like pulling up to the drive-thru and be like, oh, no, 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 like I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. And some of you guys might be hearing this like, man, I don't have that problem. Oh, cra- that's crazy. Some of you might be eye-opening. I know it is a little bit for me because once you hear it, it's like, oh, I, I get it. Like you, you get hungry, you just see a drive-thru, you go in and eat what you want, whereas many people may not do that. And so if that's your struggle, maybe that's the tip that helps you push forward. It's like you can do something different, but you have to be thinking about it in advance or even going like when you go to a restaurant and they're always so quick right like what do you want to drink i'll take a coke there were times where i'm like i'll take a coke and like literally they bring a coke down and i'm like oh i'm, I'm sorry i actually i'm not gonna drink can i get a glass of water wow 
Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Because it's just the default. It's I'm not I'm not even thinking about what their question is. It's just like, oh, drink Coke. Immediate. And so then just having that that mental reminder of like, hey, what am what am I doing, right? What do I need to be doing? Now, now the default essentially you have you change your default actions. I've changed my default actions. So I, my default now is I get a glass of water. My default now is I go home and cook something out of the fridge. My default now is if I if I do have to eat out somewhere, right? It's like what what what's the healthy option I can look for, or even just not eating. That was that was been an interesting shift. This I've been playing around a lot with fasting the past few months. Just like did a three day fast. I've done 24, 30 hour fast. I've, you know, I'll throw a two day like I just just not eat, and it felt weird at first. Well, why why am I not eating? Like we're supposed to eat. Everybody eats, but like maybe it's fine if you just skip a meal. Right, so when your choice is fried food from a drive-through or nothing, nothing's probably the better choice. Yeah, yeah. So it's about it's about pre-wiring yourself for what you're gonna make, what what decision you're gonna make when that trigger comes up. Essentially, that's what it sounds like. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Changing that that default trigger of what is this what is this event trigger for me. Mm-hmm. And the other part of that has been physical activity. Most of, I feel like the weight loss has really been driven by the kitchen, essentially, what I've been eating. But I've also been very intentional, very committed to movement. I move every day, whether it's a walk, whether it's a jog, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's going, on the, going to the pool, whether it's getting on my bike. I, every day there's some movement. And there's some days I'm just tired and my movement is 50 push-ups in the garage. Like That's fine, but every day is something. Mm-hmm. And there's the the part two of like you just gotta stop thinking about it. Like you just have to do. Like this morning, my alarm went off. I got up, put my shoes on, and I went on a walk. And then my goal was five miles this morning. So I did five miles. I just walked and walked and walked until I hit five miles. That was my goal for the day. So it's just the commitment to. Oh man, I'm kind of tired. And like, do I really like? What time is it? Like, no, just you just gotta move. Just gotta go. And you gotta set the you gotta set a hard line for yourself of I'm not going to bed until something is done mm-hmm. whatever that is for you is going to be different i'm not telling you all to go sign up for a triathlon i'm not telling you all to go on a five mile walk but like what is it for you to just move every single day yeah yeah i know one thing that we've done uh on the show is we kind of committed to a, a 50 a 50 push-ups a day for 90 days uh, a friend of the show darren uh challenges to that and um and just the activity alone which some of you guys know that i i've fallen out for injury this episode's not about me, but I think that it's really encouraging just to get moving and to do something. I've been doing other things in lieu of the push-ups every single day, but something encouraging. Is there anything in your journey that you feel like you've had some bigger eye-opening accomplishments that you couldn't do January 1 that you can do now? I mean, everything. I mean, like literally everything I do now was was probably not possible January 1. Like hopping up this hopping up this morning, going on a five mile walk, and I, I know it like oh it's just a walk, like but it's that was today's deal, right? Y- you know, yesterday was was a two mile walk and run. Like the day before that was get on the bike for an hour, like so it's different. But today was the walk. It's like hey, do a couple of hard days, and like how do I just kind of give a, a reset? But five miles is on January one. I would have been dying. I mean, I probably could have done it, but it would have taken me a lot longer, been a lot slower, and I would have felt a lot worse after. You know, and so being able to get out there, 
my, my son's playing on the playground. He's running laps around me, just having a good time. So being out there and having to be able to talk to him while I'm walking, being able to just do things and be, be not so like dead on my feet, being able to leave that and go home and put on shoes and get a, get the barbecue going for a friend we had coming over and then going to the hardware store and fixing stuff at the house and doing all that in the same day. That wouldn't have been possible January one. So more overall energy. Yeah. Yeah. Energy, ability, mobility, flexibility. I mean, and then just the, the mental clarity too. And that's, that's a hard one to really nail down in terms of an accomplishment, but changing your mindset around all of these things, changing your mindset around food, around priorities, around cravings, around the movement, around like what's important, like changing your mindset around all those. I mean, you knew me January one, how easy would it have been for me to say no to lunch? <laughs> it's like not possible. Right. Like, oh, Alex, you, you, you're going to eat something? Like, you bring something? Would you, oh, no, I don't, I'm not going to eat. You, you okay over there? You sick? It's been several times that he's turned down food. Absolutely, 100%. I can vouch for that. <laughs> I can 100% vouch for that. Um, that's pretty impressive. So would you say that you find more more joy in in, like, the decisions that you're making is it like a joy in working out all the time or is it a have to that that pushes you? Do you feel like I've got to reach my goal or is it like, man, I get rewarded as I do it every time? Just walk us through the mental the mental process of that. You know, are you happy every time you work out? Is it frustrating every time or is it different? I mean, there's definitely days where I'm like, I don't want to do anything, especially when, you know, if you do a couple relatively hard things back to back day after day there's a couple of times where it's like man i'm just tired i just don't, I don't want to anymore but what's been the biggest shift for me is finding gratitude in that moment like i was so i've been incorporating more running so i've been doing more walk runs so you know i've been going from 30 second run to a minute run to a minute and a half run just increasing that and there was a day this week where i was out on my my walk run and on the run part i was like like man i just how like i gotta do how many of these sets and then I thought back, I thought back to January one, Alex, and been like, he was he was walking, he was walking for a mile, being like, man, I wish I could just run a mile. And so that gratitude of, of realizing that I get to do these things now, and not that I necessarily have to. I, I mean, right, I do have to because I told myself I'm going to do it. But just finding that gratitude in the moment of looking at how far I've come. And looking at how far I have to go, where I get to be, you know, the more I put into this. So finding that gratitude has been huge because, yeah, there's days where I don't want to do it. But when we started the push-up challenge, what kind of push-ups was I doing? You tell them. You tell them. He was doing them on his knees. And and were they very good? (laughs) He was doing poor form push-ups on his knees. I was doing poor form push-ups on my knees. I did that for a month. I think like a full like 30 days I was doing them on my knees. And they were still hard. And then now what? You tell them. Now I'm, it's now, your story. <laughs> I think I think I think when I did push ups like two days ago, which I'll throw this note in there. I've I've backed off the daily push ups because I don't know if they were serving the purpose that I'm chasing after with building endurance and flexibility and all those things. I don't know that pushing those every single day was serving that purpose. I think I have a I think I'm better suited to focus on the movement every day. Some some sort of activity. So that's what I've focused on is daily activity as opposed to daily push-ups. But I talked to Darren about that too. Just Darren, Darren brought this up to us. So I've, I've, I've talked to him about it. He understands what's going on. But um, I did push-ups two days ago, and I did a set of 25 
regular form, plank position, push-ups. I did a set of 25. Then I broke the rest up into sets of five. But that was that was literally not possible. You know, or was it two months now? About two months ago. It was not possible. Couldn't have done it. Gun to my head, do 25 push-ups. I'd be dead. <laughs> Whether I die from the push-ups or the gun, I don't know. <laughs> One or the One other. One or the other. And so yeah, it's just about focusing on man, like this is this is where this is where this has taken me. This is what it's provided for me. This is what it's allowed me to do. And I'm just gonna, just gonna keep going. So what's your weight loss goal? How much weight do you want to lose this year? Uh this year I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds. A hundred pounds. So Alex is on his way losing a hundred pounds. He's forty two pounds down right now. So what's your continued motivation through the rest of this year? How are you gonna continue to push yourself like you did in the first uh, five months of this year through the last seven. So the the second half of this year is actually where the the challenges they're calendared up. So I have another sprint triathlon. I have a a seventy point three triathlon and a half marathon. And so it's it's work. So I have these things to look for. Which I, I mean, you talked to Alex a year ago. Like, oh, you're looking forward to a another triathlon you're looking forward to a half marathon i've been there you're nuts like you talk about the wrong person but i'm really looking forward to these things because I'm, I'm looking forward to almost like proving that physical ability and not to anybody else to myself like you know you can do this if you put in the work anything's possible and so I'm, i have these things calendared up and so those are the things i'm working towards so everything i'm doing now is working towards that so i'm working on getting my run up getting my bike up getting my swim up i'm working on getting all these things better and so having that having that trackable metric having the the improvement be visible be noticeable and have it be something i'm working towards an end goal of running these races that's what that's what keeps the motivation up because i know that if i can do those things then i'm a, i'm i've made myself a better person physically mentally i'm a better person for my wife i'm a better person for my kids i'm a better person for god when it boils down to it right god gave us this this isn't my body it's god's body let me borrow it and so far i was treating it like trash and so i have to i have to say sorry for that i have to i have to pray and say i didn't i didn't do what i was supposed to be doing but i'm going to do everything i can to fix that it's really cool really powerful stuff there i i often find um that that's really interesting. And, and sometimes when you hear stories like that, you may think, well, that's not me, man. I didn't have that problem or I don't want to do the triathlon. And what is, is interesting for me as I, as I talked to Alex about his weight loss is, is that you don't actually have to do what he's doing. You just got to do what's right for you and make sure that you're doing the work. But what encouragement would you give to someone else that wants to lose some weight this year? Man, I would say first of all, figure out why. And it's not you it can't be you want to lose weight. That won't it literally will not get you that. I can almost promise and guarantee and stamp that if your goal is your why, your your giant why is I want to lose 20 pounds, it's not going to work. You might even lose them. They're going to come back. Might might have some more on there when they come back, right? So you have to really dive down into why do you want to change who you are? Who is the person you want to be and why? Because I tell people all the time, it, it's not about weight loss. I'm I'm working on becoming a better person. The weight loss is a byproduct. 
And so you have to figure out why you want to change who you are. I know why I want to do it. I want to do it because I feel like God's calling me to be the best man I can be, the best version of myself. My wife deserves a husband that she knows can provide for her, protect her, take care of her, manage a house for her. My kids deserve a dad that can be an example of the life they should be living, not the example of what they don't want to do. I heard that saying somewhere. You, you're gonna. There's only two kinds of dads. There's dads that kids want to be like. There's dads that kids don't want to be like. And so my kids deserve the dad that they want to be like when they grow up. Right. And so that would be the biggest key. Figure out who you want to be and why. And when you start chasing after that, everything else becomes irrelevant. If you figure out who you want to be and you figure out why you want to be that version of yourself, everything else takes care of itself. If you decide, I want to be a better man of God, I want to be a better husband, I want to be a better father, I want to be the best version of all those things I can be, and you start to really audit your life and say what part of my life needs to change to make that happen, weight loss is almost guaranteed to be a product byproduct of that if you're overweight. If you're not overweight, you're, you're good. Maybe work on the other stuff. But if you're carrying all these extra pounds around and you realize that those don't serve you, when you figure out that really deep down core in your soul, why not losing weight, you got to go beyond that. When you figure out that why, everything else becomes irrelevant. Say no to the sodas. Say no to the alcohol. Say no to the drive-thru. Say no to the, the ice cream cake they have at the birthday party. Say no to the donuts at the office. Who cares about those things? Those are temporary. There's a moment here. They're irrelevant to the rest of your life when you're pursuing a purpose. If you can figure out who you want to be, why you want to be that person, the rest of it's going to just fall by the wayside. So there you have it. It's how you lose 42 pounds so far this year. It's how this man has done that. I want to encourage anybody out there that thinks like, hey, man, that's really cool, but it's not my time yet. I have tomorrow to stop, to stop right where you are and don't let your wake-up call be another pandemic. Don't let it be a health scare with your heart. Don't let it be you know, not being able to walk down the block or being able to tie your shoes or something more dramatic, less dramatic to make you want to change. Figure out that deep down why, like Alex just said, of what you're doing in life and why you want to do it, what you're calling, what's your purpose, why you're here, and go after it. I, I've, I've watched Alex do this right before my eyes, and, and to me, I'm just I'm just amazed at his 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 diligence, his persistence at really chasing after who he wants to be. And we want to encourage anyone out there listening to do the same thing. And we want to encourage you. So let us know, let us know if you want a little encouragement because my purpose in life is to help other guys that may be stuck. They may be stuck saying, I just need to do a little bit something different. And this is a part of why Alex is sharing this this story, this journey with you guys, so that you know that, hey, we're real. We're real broken people. They're not done growing and learning to be better. Leave us a like. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening on podcasts, go to our YouTube. Subscribe there, too. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We want to grow our channel. We want to grow the realness, the genuineness that we're providing to other guys and let you know that you're not alone. We're here to help you be intentional and live a purpose filled life. A huge part of this guy is going to be 
accountability, encouragement. Don't don't feel like you have to go down this road alone. I started off, I was embarrassed to even say how much I weighed. I'd be embarrassed to talk about how much weight I lost because I would come to, well, where'd you start? And I, so I wouldn't even say it. I'd just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm losing weight. People, oh, man, you're, you're losing weight. Yeah, I'm working on it. You know, I wouldn't even t- talk about it because I didn't want to get into these numbers. And so now I'm over it. It just is. So, like, I weighed in at basically 340 pounds on January 1. As of this morning, I'm at, at 292. I think that works out to over 42 pounds. I hope so. That's the math we were doing. So I'm I mean, I'm am I ashamed of it? I'm maybe. Do I wish I was that heavy? No, absolutely. I don't wish I was that heavy, right? But it just it just is. And so whatever you're struggling with, if you're embarrassed, if you're ashamed, if you're whatever, you gotta get that, you gotta take that aside. And that's part of finding your purpose and finding your your path because those things become irrelevant. Again, like everything else, it just it just is. That's that's the spot you put yourself in. Own up to it, take it, and then change your life. It's good stuff, Alex. Thank you so much for sharing. And and I know that sometimes sharing the struggle is what is is part of the battle and part of the the realization of owning where you were and what what held you somewhere in life. We are the Men of Conviction Podcast. We'll catch y'all next time. We out. <laughs>